Welcome back. It's Dark Purple Podcast here with episode 5.0. Today we have a little bit of a surprise. Not a little bit, a large surprise. We have our very first guest on Dark Purple Podcast, AZ Ghost. And we got Chuck, the co-host, as well with us tonight, as always. It is Purple Fox here, your other host. And we're live tonight. So, Chuck, take it away for me. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Back to the podcast. Back to the boys buzzing. Boys are buzzing. It's PRPLX Honcho Chuck. And uh, yeah, like Fox was saying, we got we got a guest today that's out of the PRPL realm. So uh, I'm going to introduce him here and bring him in. His name's AZ Ghost. How you guys doing? It's AZ Ghost. You can find me at twitch.tv slash azghost with two t's i hope everyone's enjoying this awesome podcast with my boys chuck and fox how y'all doing wonderful the boys are buzzing we're good how are you i'm dude i'm slamming some beers right now i'm good (laughs) oh what you drinking tonight uh bud light that's all we had (laughs) that's a shame i'm sorry yeah, that is a shame. <laughs> hey, Chuck, I thought you're a Bud Light a Bud fan. Bud Light Lime, nah, Miller Light, dude. Oh, Come that's right, that's right. Miller's good too. Bud Light, yeah. Bud Light Lime's good. What's your guys' first thoughts on Coors Light? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if, if you hand me one, I'll drink it. Don't get me wrong, but it, I'm yeah, not I'm not gonna, gonna buy it. Yeah, I'm not gonna I mean, any any free beer is a good beer, so that's free what I got. Is the best beer. Yeah, Vax. Put it in my hand, I'll drink it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so with that being said, enough of the beer talk. Um, the boys are buzzing as always. We're going to talk a little bit about um, AZ Ghost. Uh, he's a wonderful streamer. Uh, I believe you and I, we met first, I guess you could say meet or linked up on Twitter, was it? Yeah, it was Twitter. Um, it's been a while. I think I was, I think I was just cycling through, like, uh, I think the Siege um, category on Twitter because you can always tag them or whatever. And I was like, I was like, dude, that's a pretty dope name. I was like, let me check this cat out. And so I went over and I was like, oh, dude, I love the vibe. Like, it's chill. I was like, oh, he's pretty good at the game too. So, all right. Hell yeah. So, yeah, I think I followed or I followed and then you messaged me like, yo, thank you for the follow. I appreciate it. Uh-huh. And then I was like, dude, nope. You know, I love helping out people. I like smaller streamers like us. I'm relatively small. I mean, really small. But um, yeah, man, I just like building a community, like helping people build a community, and it's it's fun. That's what it's all about, man. Just building a community and being a part of the community is like one of the big things. It's absolutely phenomenal now. Is becoming part of like several different communities. Like it's just it's it's crazy and. It's been a little bit now, like, I think you're one of, like, the OGs in the community, to be honest now. It's been quite a bit. You've been a part of the Discord, and, um, you know, we've been, you watch my stream, I watch your stream. You play a lot of Siege. I saw you playing Doom. I'd like, I'd like to hear your, uh, did you get through the whole game already? Or, or I have not. What do you, no. th- what's your it's, first thoughts on it? Oh, dude, it's, <laughs> it's killer. Like, the game is so well done. Visually, um, I guess control-wise, it's smooth. Um, you go into the glory kills or whatever, it's like flawless. It's seamless. Mm-hmm. Um, this, there's actually a really good storyline behind it because it ties into the first one. Kind of picks up where the last one leaves off if you played the one. I was going to say, have you played the whole story? In... Well, when... <laughs> I'm I'm an older gentleman uh, compared <laughs> to you guys. Um, hey, boom, but I played it way, I know. Get out of here, Boomer. Get off my podcast, Boomer. Um, I played the original back on PC, like the first Doom I played. And, of course, it was all pixelated. It was like the first 3D, like 8-bit look. Sure. Uh, That was super fun because as a kid, you're like, oh, dude, there's so much blood and there's monsters and you're punching people in the face. (laughs) And then they re-released the one in 2013 or no, 2016, sorry. But um, that one was super fun. And then when I heard that they were releasing this one, I was like, I have to get this on PC. Like, regardless of reviews, regardless of this, but it's like living up to the hype and then surpassing it. Really? It's so much fun. 
yeah that's awesome that's awesome to hear i you know there's not there are like if that game had a lot of hype around it and that's the one thing that like mm-hmm. kind of scares me about games that's why i've been asking a lot i've been asking a lot of people about it and like if they played it and stuff is i mean i probably i can't run it on my pc so i probably won't play it at least until i get a a pc to run it but yeah there was a lot of hype around it and that's why it kind of worried me is like all the hype that was around it was it really that good but i've heard the, the same review that you've given from numerous amount of people so the game's got to be phenomenal like even if you can't stream it if you just play it mm-hmm. um it's just so much fun dude like there's the story the movement because now in this one they introduced the dash motion and double jump so they like built the maps to where you have to have these items in order to get through it and mm-hmm. of course progression you're gonna get the dash you're gonna get the double jump mm-hmm. it's just progression of the story but with all the hype around doom eternal came from the remake back in 2016 because the you know it'd been i can't even remember when the first one came out like the original pc version but the hype when the 2016 when they announced it in 2015 that it was coming out the internet exploded because they were redoing a game that was such, you know, so beloved at that time. And it was for so long because people still, I mean, I bet you can find people still playing it and they did a, I think a doom 64. Oh, really? Nintendo 64. Yeah. There's a doom 64, but it was just a rehash of what the computer it wasn't anything new. It was just, mm-hmm. you could play it on N64. Gotcha. But, dude, I, I recommend to anybody that's listening, anybody that you tell your friends to get that game. It is so much fun. Is it only on PC? So, like, the one thing that I was very confused about was, so when I saw the commercials at the very end where he's standing on all the dead bodies and he, that, mm-hmm. not, I don't know what it's called, but it's like that lightsaber that he kind of, it's like flicks out. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the sword, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't know the term for it or the word for it, but it like flicks out and then all around it, it shows like the achievements and stuff. It says like they're all about PC, but then the commercial itself was an Xbox commercial. Is Doom on Xbox? Yeah. Oh, really? Like right now you can get Doom, the, the first one that they remade for the 2016. No shit. You can get that on Game Pass and you can play that first one. I actually downloaded it on my Xbox too because it's on Game Pass and it's free. I re-downloaded it. No shit. You learn something new every day. You hear that? <laughs> Chat, we might be uh, ripping that here pretty soon. <laughs> so, enough about Doom. You've, you've okay. streamed it. You're a streamer. Like, I am. a textbook top-notch content creator. Tell us how you got into like gaming, how you got into streaming. Tell us a a little bit about yourself and include your social security number, please, so we can all steal your ID. Oh, do you want the credit <laughs> card number too? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Please and thank oh, you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll send. I'll send that to you. Great, great. Um, <laughs> now I've been gaming all my life. Uh, NES, Super Nintendo, N64, PlayStation, PlayStation Two, Three, Four. Um, it's just a really. A gaming for me was a getaway because when I was a kid, I was so caught up in sports. And whenever I had downtime, I would just, you know, pick up the sticks and just go at it with me and my friends. Um, um, but streaming came into my life. I didn't even know what streaming was until late. Um, I had, I'm prior military. I'm retired Air Force. Thank you for your service. Oh, yeah, thank, th- th- thank you for thanking me. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's always so weird. You see those memes like, like the awkward face when you know thank you for your service and then it has mm-hmm. a picture of a little girl like i don't know what to do <laughs> is that what it's like <laughs> dude honestly like i know people and i love when people thank me i really do uh-huh. um but for me it was kind of like it's a family tradition okay i tried to fight it for so long because i didn't join in the military until i was like 22 like i was late oh, okay like, there was no way in hell that i was joining at 18 because i would have gotten in trouble. I would have been dumb. Uh-huh. So I think waiting and getting all the you know boozing and partying out of my system <laughs> at sure. a young age and then going into it a little bit more mature helped me. But anyway, I broke my back. Oh wow! In the military, so I had to have surgery on my lower back. I had an L four L five fusion and a disc replacement. So late, I was laid up in the bed for three months. Like I could get up and walk, but I had a walker. 
Uh-huh. And my buddy was like, hey, you know, people stream on YouTube, like they stream live and they play video games and it's really fun. You know, if you're bored and you get tired of watching TV shows or movies. So I was like, that's actually, you know, pretty good idea. Because, I mean, before then, I was still playing Call of Duty, you know, Black Ops, Black Ops 2, Modern Warfare and all that. So I was into mm-hmm. gaming, but I couldn't game all the time because I couldn't get up to, like, get the controller or, you know, this, this, and that. So they told me about Twitch. They told me that YouTube streams live. And I started, and at that time, because I broke my back and I was in surgery and my career with the military was, you know, practically over. Because I was on a medical board and they were like in the process of like getting rid of me. Um, I got super depressed. I didn't know like, like I was suicidal, which is awful, but it happens. Um, but as soon as I started watching Twitch streams, like I found the streamers that I liked that made me laugh, and I could see how it was helping me. And then seeing other people in their chats, you know donate to them and be like you know you're helping me through a hard time right now thank you so much like they donated money or bits or subs and stuff like that and i was like dude you know what i was like i'm gonna do that one day as soon as i get on my feet as soon as this military thing's over as soon as my career is over i'm gonna go stream and you know god bless my wife because she was super supportive you know most women most people don't know what streaming even is Mm -hmm. they don't get it they don't get the concept but the easiest way to tell people about it or how to i don't know how to describe it you just reference sports you know you got your parents or older people that don't get it and just don't understand it they're like why are you just watching somebody play video games why don't you go play video games and then your rebuttal can be well, why are you watching football? Why are you watching hockey? Because you love that sport. You love that activity. You can't physically do it at their level or any level. Like you can go out and pay, pick up basketball. That's cool. Or, you know, play catch with somebody. But if you're like wanting to see somebody that's extraordinary, that's really good at the game, knows about the game, and you're learning how to play the game, like say – you come into my chat when I'm playing Doom and you know nothing about the game series, you know nothing about the controls. You go into that person's stream and you just watch and you learn. You're like, I want to get that game now or I want to try this game or this genre of video game. Mm-hmm. And that's how I always tell people because I work for the government now. And they know that I stream. They're like, well, and they ask me the same questions. You know, why are you just watching people play games or why are people watching you? I'm mm-hmm. like, because... It's funny, you have interaction with people. There's a chat. I mean, I know you guys all know this, and everyone that's listening probably knows this, but that's the like misconception of it. It's just people mm-hmm. that are streamers. Like, it's like, why? Why are people watching you? Yeah, there's the whole social aspect. And like you mentioned when you first, when we first started, was the community aspect of, you know, being able to be a part of a community, building a community. Like, just mm-hmm. the the social aspect i mean and I, we could talk about this here in a little bit but the whole quarantine thing it's been i mean yeah. i'm i'm a very per, i like a, i like to go outside man i got adhd and so i get antsy mm-hmm. and especially when it's starting to get nice out it's been really really tough to like mm-hmm. try to stay quarantined you know like oh i i'm right there with you dude i got four kids <laughs> yeah i luckily i, I don't have a kidney kids. kids but yeah. i i got to i got to run around and, yeah and so it's just um like the whole part of like being social is something that i think people on the outside of gaming and the community Mm -hmm. itself of twitch don't see yeah and you know like i don't get salty about it when i explain it to people i just inform them what i do and they can you know do with it what they want and there's actually people at my job that are you know in their like 50s that are like yo i'll throw you a follow and what's the app called and what's i'm like dude that's awesome mm-hmm. like they have an open mind about it and people that don't get it they just don't want to get it and that's fine too like i don't hate anybody or dislike anybody for not liking what i like yeah no i i agree 100 percent. it's just like a. then i mean i guess we could go into this a little bit we could start with the coronavirus instead of we were going to talk about games but we could start with the coronavirus a little bit in the quarantine since we're kind of talking about that whole community aspect 
So mm -hmm. let's let's take it over to Chuck here for a second. Chuck, what have you been? I mean, we we, we communicate every single day. Chuck and I always are playing Xbox, we grind in Apex. Uh, Chuck's one of my buddies from college, so we're texting every day about podcast events going on, this and that. And Chuck, you seem like you're outside, you know, doing your thing. Like, what have you been doing in quarantine to keep yourself from getting all kooky inside? <laughs> all kooky inside, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, it's baseball season. Yesterday was opening day with no baseball, so I've been Sad day. put up the cage. Yeah, we put up the batting cage. We got the mound ready. Uh, I started throwing some bullpens. So I've been outside doing some baseball to cope with it how's the wing feeling oh it's sore man it is, is it? sore <laughs> yeah for not throwing for as long as i did you having any Ooh. tenderness or anything nah it's just like legit muscle pain after throwing 120 pitches yeah that'll do it yeah you're, yeah, you're gonna have there. that after that many pitches <laughs> yeah yeah well i only <laughs> threw like 40 but after surgery and everything trying to get back into it it feels like 120 hmm got to ease into it brother mm -hmm. yeah that's what i'm trying to do mm -hmm. so uh ghost i know you said you had uh four kids i'm sure they're keeping you busy in the quarantine being that they're uh, probably not at yeah. school right uh they're homeschooled anyway so oh okay all the time so you're yeah, used to it i guess yeah yeah okay yeah my wife homeschools the three the three boys um my daughter just turned one on the 24th Oh wow! Okay, so she's not schooling; she's just running around causing havoc and mayhem. Um, but yeah, they—I mean—they want to go outside. They want to go to the park, you know, the public park. Mm -hmm. They have—I mean—they have friends around the neighborhood, and it's real tough for them because they're not used to not being able to go outside because they love going outside and playing with their friends and doing stuff in you know other people's backyards or going to the park, like I said. So it's kind of—it's more rough on them. Um, me, you know, I like doing yard work. Um, it takes me a minute to get into it. Like the first sure. 20 minutes of yard, yard work, I'm like, God, I do not want to be doing this right now. But after it's done, like you have that sense of pride. You're like, yeah, this looks good, dude. Yeah. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> and it's actually like, it was getting nice. And then like two, yes, no, two days ago, it snowed. I was oh, like, really? all right, bro. Yeah. Just wow. random. I woke up and there was snow in my yard, and I was like, "What? Like, I can't mow for like a week now." <laughs> you were mowing already? I was going to, like, I was getting oh, ready okay. to because it, it was so nice. And then it started raining, and I, was, I could put it off for a couple of days because it's been real sunny here. But then <laughs> it just snowed out of literally nowhere. That's crazy. I was like, "Okay, well, I guess we're gonna roll with this one well chuck didn't you just say it was like 31 up there at your place a couple days mm -hmm. ago a couple days ago yeah that's crazy days ago. It was like i just got off the phone with my uh with my pap probably about an hour ago and he asked me to go down and cut his lawn i was like ah, i'm gonna i'm gonna milk this coronavirus thing as long as i can so i have to come <laughs> down there and mow your yard <laughs> uh, but he he said that if anyone out there if you need to keep healthy from the coronavirus the number one thing to that my pap pap said is you must drink vitamin C. Apparently that is Dr. Oz said it. Okay, so it's true. <laughs> you okay. must drink vitamin C. Okay. Get down with some OJ. Throw that into the diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I told him I was gonna start taking my uh, vitamin C pills that I have on hand. <laughs> Oh, do you now? Just carry them around? Yeah, I keep them in my pocket. Times just like these? Yeah, in your yeah. fanny pack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my fanny pack. Yeah, don't knock the fanny pack. I wear it like those millennials. I'm not the, the, those, those young kids, they wear them across their chest now instead of their waist like a normal human. Oh, man. Or, I don't know if you want to... Oh, let me rephrase this. Unless you're European, it's not normal to wear a fanny pack. And then to wear it across your chest, it's even weirder. Like, come on, bro. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, it's fashion nowadays. It's how it's how they're wearing they're them. it back. They're bringing it back. I think dad bods yeah. are in. I think they're still in. That's all I gotta say. It's the only fashion I worry about. <laughs> hey, as long as you're keeping up with the trends. Oh, I'm there. There you go. <laughs> all right. So quarantine has been a huge thing for people's daily lives, revolving around work. 
revolving around school for kids that are younger. I know myself, I'm stay at home right now. Um, I am working five days a week from my house. It's very difficult for me to get work done to adjust to like, you know, when I'm at home, it's like my free time. That's what I'm so used to be. And so I just want to play Xbox. I just want to make stuff for the YouTube or try to get stuff on for the podcast. Like I spend a lot of my time that I should be working probably well before I've been getting better at it this week, but getting adjusted to that, like, okay, I got to get my shit done at work because well, I'm going to get fired if I don't. Yeah. While you're working at home, it's been a very difficult thing for me. Uh, has it been for you, uh, Chuck and Ghost? I mean, like, how are you guys? Like, you said you were working from home, Ghost. I, I don't know if it's been mm-hmm. like a big change for you or how that's worked for your job, at least. But I, like I said, for me, it's really hard. And I've been actually playing a lot of Xbox that, again, I'll, we'll get into. But, you know, what's the changes in quarantine for that for you? Um, for me, it's actually, I'm getting, I'm working longer now from home than I was at work because, you know, at work you have, you know, social distractions, like where you go, like you just go to the bathroom or you go to the snack bar Mm -hmm. or get like something to drink. People are wanting to talk to you, see how you're doing. So there's always that lapse in time because you end up, you know, just BSing with people for a long time. Um, At home, like it's just me and my work. Um, I started working from home on, I think, Tuesday of this past week. Like mm-hmm. last week, it was kind of weird because they're like, yes, we're doing um, telework where you work from home. I was like, okay. But it was real janky because they're waiting on um, um, the paperwork to go through and everybody to get approved. And you had to fill out slips because they made us take our desktops, our work desktops home because they don't have laptops mm-hmm. for everybody. Gotcha. So like Tuesday night of this week, I worked from 6 a.m. to 3 a.m. Holy hell. Um, and then woke up at 6 again. So I got like a three-hour power nap, got logged back in. And then I worked until midnight on Wednesday and Thursday. And then today I actually stopped working at the normal time, which is like 3.30 for me. Holy. So I've, I've been putting in some work. Um it's a lot of stuff that we had to get done that we needed our contractors for. Gotcha. Um, a lot of stuff I can't talk about, but sure, I government job. Make, yeah, <laughs> I had to make sure that it got done in the right time. And it's I I know that they would be okay with you know stuff being kind of behind because of the disconnect. You know the the military service going down and coming back up and stuff like that. They get that. But for me, because I'm a contractor working for the government, I have to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to do to make them happy. So I was putting in the hours myself. Like, I'm not even logging the hours that I put in. I, I was going to say, log... are you getting paid for those extra hours or are you no, just doing you it because get... you got to get your shit done? Yeah, I have to get my shit done. And it's a good look for me, too. Yeah, of course. You know, the... Yeah. And they know, like, my supervisors knew how late I was staying up because I was logged in for so long and they can track like how long you're logged in. Gotcha. And they called me. They're like, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, well, we got to get these CDs out. They're like, are you okay? Cause <laughs> you just, you just quit working three hours ago. I'm like, I'm good. I got coffee. I got my fucking, my, my dip. I'm good to go. Let's, Your let's dip. rock and roll. That's what's right through. There it is. What, what do you chew on? Uh, Grizzly. Yes. Flavor. Wintergreen. Yes. At least you chew some wintergreen. Yeah, <laughs> that's acceptable. I'm a cope guy. That's fine, man. Cope's too harsh for me, bro. I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm a baby. I have to say, I'm a hybrid. I've done both, and I've knock on wood successfully quit. Kind of. I've had a few <laughs> slip ups, but I've been doing well. I'm proud of myself. I've been doing well. I've been doing it since that's I was. Good pretty young and i'm 24 now it's been a couple years since i started chewing 18 when i started chewing right and uh yeah yeah, i've been doing pretty well hopefully i kicked that bad habit um but uh, moving into again we're back at the quarantine how has the quarantine affected maybe your gaming and your streaming so you you said maybe not as much for you because you said you've been really really busy at work so 
at least Chuck maybe we can talk about this a little bit, and I can myself for sure, is how has the quarantine affected you? <laughs> well, yeah, it's, I could imagine with the schedule you just told us. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be gaming in that three-hour gap that I'm awake. <laughs> so, so I, get, I think you can get a couple sessions in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could definitely get another mission in uh, Doom done, dude. <laughs> I bet Chuck. Go ahead, bud. Yeah, sorry. So, Chuck, like, what is, uh, like, have you been playing more? Has it not affected your gaming? Like, what what do you say? Uh, I mean, I've been kind of treating it the same. I've been gaming the usual. Uh, we've been playing a little more Apex lately. We got a tournament coming up. Mm-hmm. Big uh, tournament. Tomorrow, big. I believe. Tomorrow, I believe. About to clap some cheeks, bro. Yeah, so we, we've been <laughs> playing some Apex, getting ready for that, but... For the most part, it's been about the same amount of video game playing, at least on nice days. On mm-hmm. rainy days, it's been increased a little bit, but <laughs> on these nice days, I've been outside playing catch, throwing the ball, you know, so not too much different. Mm-hmm. Is there a lot of social isolation for you, Chuck? Uh, yeah, I mean, I already live in a small town, so it's like it's pretty barren here. Really? Like you just don't see many people out. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Hmm. Like, How about for you guys? This morning, and it was like oh. wild to see like fifty percent less cars at the like, gas station. Hmm. What the one little like, gas station that you have around? Yeah, it's <laughs> like usually the car like the streets are like full with cars on the side street, and hmm. it's just not like that anymore. It's wild. Is Warren like Young Youngsville? Ah, uh, probably. It's bigger. Probably well, like I'm sh- five times bigger. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, yeah. How about you, Ghost? Is it like a? Have you been out at least at all when you're not working? I guess. Uh yeah. I've, you know, I've had to make the store run every once in a while. Um, you can just tell that everybody is like taking it seriously where I'm at because mm-hmm. we do have a couple cases around town. Um. But uh, yeah, you could definitely. It's like a ghost town. It stores now, mm-hmm. unless people absolutely go. It's the weirdest. Like if you go at the same time every day, you know the same people are probably gonna go there at the same time too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, gas stations are pretty. Like there's like one or two. Like they only they cut the staff down at the gas stations to like two people. When usually the gas station that I go to, they usually have like four or five because they run like a. You can get food there, like order food, and it's so really it's like strange. Yeah, it could be. But uh, grocery stores, you know, we have a Winco here. Um, and they have sign, like, signs everywhere. Yeah, Winco. What the hell is a Winco? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a... It's just a grocery store. But they have, oh, okay. like, bulk stuff. It's like a... Sam's Club. Poor, it's like a poor man's version of Sam's Club. Oh, okay. Like everything's like discounted, like it, and they have like really good stuff there, but they have signs everywhere. You know, keep six feet, mm-hmm. wash your hands all the times, don't crowd people, and even there, that place is usually packed. And mm-hmm. now it's like there's like twenty people in the store, and everybody's like apart, so it's kind of empty. Gotcha. Yeah, and everybody I'm seeing is wearing gloves too. Oh like, yeah, I've seen a lot of all the workers, employees. Yeah. Yeah, even not non-employees like customers. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Walking that I see, yeah, they're all wearing gloves, and it sketches me out because I don't wear gloves. Like, should I start yeah, I wearing don't. gloves? <laughs> Do I need to wear gloves? You get paranoid. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like driving down the road when it's raining out, and you check other people's windshield wipers to see if yours are going too fast or too slow for the <laughs> like circumstances. Like, am I doing this right? Out about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and no, I talked to my um, both my cousins yesterday and i have a cousin she lives in new york and she was like there because you know in new york they don't have like backyards because she lives in brooklyn oh, okay so they have pub- public parks for all the kids and she's like there's like giant signs that are like f- four feet tall saying you know listening you know enter at your own risk these aren't cleaned every day you know could be contaminated and when you're at the park stay six feet away from everybody and you can't really explain to a kid who's like three or four or five 
like you got to wait, you know, give him six feet so he can go down the slide. You can't be right up on him. Like you can't go right after him. You got to wait mm-hmm. or, you know, the, the swings or the monkey bars and stuff like that. And I was like, that is nuts. You said the stores are crazy. And in Brooklyn, there's a lot of like mom and pop restaurants and stores like grocery stores. Mm-hmm. She said, all those are closing down or like shut, not closing down, but shutting down because of all this. And the only thing that they're doing is, is they're doing like drive throughs Mm-hmm. Basically, they have one window on the store, and they can order food, and you can pick it up, but you can't go in and actually sit down and have that restaurant experience. Yeah, it's crazy and, the the distance that they're taking this social isolation, which I think is necessary. Mm-hmm. But I think oh, it's yeah. it's it's crazy to actually like live it, essentially, instead well, of just this like part of it. Yeah, this has never happened in yeah. the world's history an epidemic like this this is it's nuts so everybody's you know doing what they can yeah all these people are taking precautions and then i see people still traveling from florida yeah oh yeah yeah i saw me too yeah like i just turned 21 (laughs) drunk (laughs) like it's stupid it's way cooler it's it's way cooler to sit at home and drink a beer and record a podcast than go to spring break bro It really is, though. Yeah. I mean, all the cool kids are doing it. Yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> yeah. So with the quarantine, I, I, I've been playing a lot. Obviously, with Chuck here, we've been playing. I feel like we've been playing a lot of Apex, a lot of gaming. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot more time because my work kind of. The transition has been rough for me because, again, a lot of my work involves me going into work. So I have a lot of work that. Is starting to they're trying to adapt me to being offline essentially to do work whereas like other people in my work other members have all kind of have that more offline work already before the quarantine and stuff and so like i've been playing a lot of apex and chuck and i've been playing apex to train for this tournament and really get ready for it and one thing that they threw at us earlier this week was it the split the season yeah, split that's... Tuesday, I believe, maybe Monday, but that's what I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, I finally made diamond, and then they kicked me back to gold. Bro, I was so salty. Was I got yeah, I got on. You get in diamond. I'm pl- I'm just halfway through plat one. Up. Getting there. We're we're now humble brag here. All right, goes. But Chuck and I have been tater fucking chipping on kids. All right, in Apex, <laughs> we have been playing really really well in apex on world's edge and what do they do dump our rank down and then like i love king's canyon i'm just all for we it get, i'm all for just it just when we get used to world's edge exactly we're starting, to dry, we're starting to run it smooth kicks us back to king's canyon and it was it's been like Ooh. you play and you just you get you never played a game like i'm sure you have like you ever i don't know what game it is for you but like you get in a groove and you play it and you start doing well and then you start feeding off the game from before and you play even better the next game and then the better the next mm-hmm. game you know what i'm saying like you get that you just get in that groove and like dude i'm telling you humble brag chuck and i were in that groove for like several still still in it i have to say when it comes to world edge but we yeah, went to yeah. king's canyon man it's just not the same, Chuck. Kind of took it away. It's it, not the it same. Did. It did, and we met a third because usually it's just Fox and I running, but we mm-hmm. met a third. Jesus took our visa. Jesus took my VCR. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nutty name, bro. <laughs> but, but like, since we've been uh, playing with him, we've been running it in Apex on World's Edge. That's I mean, awesome. World's yeah. Edge, and then I mean, have we played with him on Kings Canyon yet? I don't think so. Not in uh, ranked because we played uh, pubs to get play World's Edge for this tournament. That's right. That's right. What do you? What are your? What's your thoughts here on uh, Kings Canyon? Have you played World's Edge, Ghost? I played a little bit. That's when I stopped. Okay. Like okay. When the new the new map came out. Uh, I think I played like a handful of games. I was like, I don't like it. No, <laughs> I want to go back to Kings. Uh, that's my stuff, man. So Chuck, uh, what do you maybe... what do you think of World's Edge going back to King Canyon? Well, going from Kings Canyon to World's Edge, now back to Kings Canyon for ranked play. I mean, I like it. I wish again, if you listen to our other episodes, I mentioned it should be you should just queue up and it drops you into a random map. But I like it. 
but like you said we were in a groove on world's edge we were starting to figure it out we were starting to move around the map nicely we were starting to hit shots like just world's edge was it and then they just put us on king's canyon and everything feels slow and choppy now mm -hmm. so for all those novice apex players out there um can you give us chuck one piece of advice that has like been night and day for you to be better at apex especially on switching maps because i mean like gunplay doesn't change when you switch a map so what can you say to a novice player that is trying to get better at apex um for sure use throwables for sure use throwables uh, I mean, that doesn't change map to map either, but I feel like people don't use utilize their throwables at all. Like, I feel like you use them the most out of everybody, and you can just bombard people with them and push them out of places. So I'd say use throwables and definitely get used to the rotations. You have to get used to rotations, especially when third party and is so huge in Apex. Mm -hmm. So, Ghost, when you played... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You played up until season three when World's Edge came out, you said, right? Yeah. So how immersed were you into the Apex world then? Uh, me, um, my buddy Gage, and Matt, um, they're also streamers. Mm -hmm. um, Can we get their tags? We played, uh, yeah, Bonekeeper, um, B-O-N-E-K-E-A-P-E-R. E-A. Yeah, E A P E R. And then Matt's is um Cholo Ren. It's X C H O L O R E N. Um we played like when that game first came out, the the first time I played with these guys was I met Gage Bonekeeper. I work with his mom and he's old he's like twenty seven. Or mm -hmm. no, he's twenty three, sorry. Um and he had a buddy, Matt Cholo Ren, and he's like, yeah, we stream too. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. Let's just, you know, knock this out. Let's play. Mm -hmm. and this is on Xbox. I don't play it on PC. My computer can't run it. Mm -hmm. um, but we played every day. We even did a 24-hour stream. We played like 10 hours of that 24-hour um, was Apex. And we just grinded, man. And to go back to what you are saying before about, you know, what you should do for, you know, the novice players. Mm -hmm. Or like the people that don't play that often, um, I'd say map knowledge. Go to a certain spot anywhere on the map, whether it's um, I can't even remember the name of on Kings now, but go to those places multiple times. Don't just go like, even if it's a far stretch, I I say stretch it. Mm -hmm. You have enough mobility in that game to make it work. Um, but learn where the drops are at, the important drops, where the hot drops are at. Try doing hot drops, especially the high-value drops. Yes, you're going to lose sometimes. It's going to happen. It's a game. <laughs> but I think getting knowledgeable about the map and like where's some good loot or where's good cover, where's good rotating like lanes, I think that's also really important. Yeah, I think map knowledge is one thing that's kind of overlooked in a lot of games, other than yeah. Siege. Oh, you have to know the maps in Siege. Map knowledge in Siege is the most important it's thing. Key. Yeah, you it's have key. to. Yeah. Have to. And, and I, I, we'll discuss here the new operations void edge of Siege here in mm -hmm. a little bit, but to stick, stay here on Apex, that's interesting okay. that you say about the map knowledge, because I've never... I mean, you know it's important. I think everyone kind of mm -hmm. knows it's important, but I've never heard it actually said. I mean, like I, I, um, I try to make YouTube videos that are educational in Apex or video games, like whatever game I'm into that time. And like I, mm -hmm. I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos, and that is actually one thing that has never ever really came up in a video really? that I've watched. Maybe the next YouTube video. So, be stay tuned. There you go. There you go. But that, no, that's, I think it's really interesting for any game, really. And I think I got the map knowledge thing. I really started paying attention to it when I started playing Siege. But mm -hmm. a lot of BR players 
they find one spot and they stick to that spot. They that's their that's their um that's their spot. Uh Pachinki or whatever it was in PUBG. Yeah. Um yeah, like that was your I spot. played PUBG a lot too. Well, that was my spot, but I also like to land other spots. Of course, mm. it's all, you know, where the drop's going, where the plane's going. But I think if you land at different spots that make you uncomfortable, you learn those spots. And you're like, okay, I know I can go here. There's either going to be, because if you land there multiple times, not every gun or weapon is going to be there at the same time. It's going to be random. But there is like an algorithm to it. Like, it's not going to say it's going to work for you, but you're like, if I land here, I know that there's going to be either a pump or there's going to be an Uzi. Or if you're playing Apex, uh, there's going to be the Peacekeeper or there's going to be a Prowler. Like, if you learn that system, mm-hmm. like, you're like, okay, this is actually like a higher value spot because I know I can get off a rip, get land, get a Peacekeeper, and just shred because no one's going to have shield. No one's going to have anything right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And I think if you learn that, the game will become more enjoyable for you because you know things about the game that's honestly most players don't know because they don't they're not into that mindset. I know it's going a little extreme if you're playing that much and learn that, but if that's what you do and you want to make a living at it like us, what we're doing, mm-hmm. I think you kind of have to have the map knowledge in any game. Siege is what kicked it off for me though, is learning every map. And I was like, you know, you could apply this to BRs. You could apply this to Oh, I, actually, it's only BRs and Siege, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mind's actually blown right now. I'm like in the midst of you talking. I'm trying to comprehend why you say in one ear, but in my other ear, my mind's racing about like, okay, where do I land in Apex? How do we land on tomorrow? Like, what mm-hmm. are the routes that... Like, I'm trying to like implement the map knowledge that you're saying because I, I, I am really like... I've never really thought of that. Well, I think if you go... Like, I wouldn't change your guys' game plan now because you're day out oh, sure. for the tournament i think you guys play how you play um and just do your thing man don't try to change it up now and overthink it well i think subconsciously chuck you can maybe vouch for this i don't know if you're in the same boat as me now where it's like oh well i gotta think of this but like i think subconsciously we kind of came to that kind of conclusion i guess you could say by landing when we're on void's edge we land lava fisher we're either pushing drill site or or we're pushing skyhook if they're shooting the third party or if we have you know if we have loot um or we're going to drill site and then going to train or are we going straight to train like what do you think chuck uh i mean we fell into that we we like uh ghost said we fell into a place that we just land at repetitively every time because we know it like the back of our hand mm-hmm. so what Ghost was saying about the landing aspect of knowing map, map knowledge, I take it as land other places, explore other places. So if you get into battles at certain places on the map, you know where the high ground is. You know where cover is. You, like mm-hmm. So that type of map knowledge is where I thought you were coming from. I didn't even think about trying to figure out algorithms, figuring out where certain guns are going to land just for your landing. I was taking it as cover and learning the map yeah. so you know where everything's at so if you get into a battle there you have the advantage because you know that height is going to be on this hill to the right and they're going to be screwed because they're down there with no cover mm-hmm. so yeah an easy player like if you're playing pathfinder and you're running around and it's not a tournament scenario this is just like you playing you mm-hmm. guys just going out there and having fun you're like all right i know that there's a shot going to be in this room right here and i know there's a door down into the left and i know there's a ledge that i can grapple up on and get on top of this building mm-hmm. they're not going to follow if you know that like i know you're not going to remember every freaking spot because there's so many spots right right but if you know that you know you got a game plan going into it you're like all right we're going to go here regardless of where the where we're getting you know where the trajectory of the plane's going yeah that's usually how it is for us so far mm-hmm. yeah but i think if you have that knowledge you have like you said, an upper hand and it's not always going to work. You're going to get out gun sometimes. Oh, it happens. 100%. But if you have the knowledge, like, all right, well, I have a possibility of getting a peacekeeper, like I said earlier, or a pistol. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to risk it, but at least I know that there's a gun, you know, going to be a gun that's going to spawn here that I can actually do work with, or even shields or like good loot, like backpack or health. Like, if you know that stuff, I think you, will definitely have 
an upper hand on the lobby. Agreed, a hundred percent. I, I, uh, I, I, I haven't thought about the algorithm either. Like you said, Ghost and Chuck, you said I, I didn't think I, th- I was thinking of positioning as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good notes. It's good notes to take right now. <laughs> All right. So moving a little Classic. bit from, Fox. what's that, Chuck? Classes in session. Take some notes. <laughs> yeah, classes in session. <laughs> Um, so moving from Apex to Siege now, we were talking mm-hmm. about map knowledge and how important that is in Siege, but now blowing my mind how it is important in other games. Ghost, have you played Siege? I know you played Siege before, but I mean, have you played the new Operations Void Edge? No. Okay. Do you I know played a little bit it? just before I got on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing with Skunka and Doctor Sonoras. Oh, shout Toro, out the dog! All my all my OG friends that I've been playing with for a long time. Um, I know that they redid Oregon, and I'm not happy about it. No, um, I've seen I've seen I've seen the map. Um, I watched uh, I watched King George on Twitch. Mm-hmm. He's a an ex pro, a siege player. Um. I do not like the map. I think there's too many ways for them to hide. Too many. There's. It's not as. They made it open without making it open. If that makes sense, it's really weird. No, there's a lot of corners for defenders to yeah. hide in. And I like before it was a great map. Like they didn't really have to do anything with it. Same with the canal. I don't think they should have changed that map either. Mm-hmm. But I'm just a player. They make sure. the decisions. Well, maybe when you make it as as big as King George, you'll be able to have an input then. (laughs) One day, one day. That's the the dream. (laughs) uh, The operators I dig. Um, I can't remember what the female's name is. Yana, I think. Yeah, I think so. Well, it's spelled with an I. I know that. It's weird. Okay. But I like her ability. I think that's dope. Uh, The decoy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Onyx, I think is pretty cool because you can now you can use your ability to jump up into an above hatch. I think that's huge, really useful, and it's awesome. He's awesome against shields, so those awesome Montane players and Blitz players are gonna have you know they have a counter now that it's not as easy just to stand there, take bullets, and call out calls for your team. Mm-hmm. Like he's right there, go around the corner and pop him from the left mm-hmm. or he's right there shoot him from underneath mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i think these two operators are actually really really useful yeah i was um i haven't played with either of them i didn't have enough tickets yet uh mm-hmm. renown so i haven't played with well i played yana on like the gold deagle game mode that they have but i wasn't a fan so i didn't continue to play mm-hmm. it but i think we've talked about it before on a past broadcast i don't know it might have been episode three but we talked about a rape when Void's Edge was coming out. They announced it. They announced the the operators. We talked about Yana and Onyx's abilities. And I I um I've been watching a few YouTube videos. Like I've been more involved in Apex than I have Siege recently. So I haven't watched a whole mm-hmm. lot about the new operators. But I think the Onyx being able to jump hatches is mm-hmm. a huge game changer like i i really like watching um pro league and stuff Mm -hmm. i think that game like they're they're, those players are just it's crazy to watch it's just crazy to watch and to see the things that they do and i i am so curious to see how they run onyx metas with him on defense because i i just think there's gonna be some really breathtaking plays in like really tough situations that you would not yeah. be able to do without him. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, I don't think that they're allowed to use them because I think this, the season's going right now. I, I don't think they can use them after the tournament. No, it would be next season, right? Yeah. Next, next. Yeah. The next cycle for them. Um, yeah. but yeah, just there's so many things you can think of that like you and I or Chuck would do. Mm-hmm. With those characters, like I'm just gonna bum rush them and then knock them down, and you guys clean yeah. them up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> These dudes are gonna be like, "All right, I'm gonna sit behind the soft wall. They're gonna go past towards the objective. I'm gonna bust through the wall and I'm gonna clean them up." 
Mm-hmm. Like, I can think that executing that different story. There's but no are way. You that really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hit the hard part of the wall, knock myself down, and then I'm dead. Yeah, exactly. that's how I foresee it going for me. But the <laughs> pro players, right. yeah. I believe that those guys are going to do some crazy stuff. And I mean, just the recon aspect of the female operator, mm-hmm. they're going to get so much more intel. Granted, you know, one shot and the thing is gone, but their vision and how they play the game, they're going to be like, oh, there's four here. If I was a user, I'd be like, uh, I got shot from somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think they're in that room. It's dead mm-hmm. now. So. Yeah, I think there's interesting. I think obviously they need to be worked out. It won't be this season. It'll be next season. You'll see all the uh, how the operators are played by the pros, and because they're gonna come up with some nutty ass, you know, strats mm-hmm. and all this and that. That's what I love most about like Rainbow and and Siege is is just the the strats and like just the the creativity that players have the coaches the mm-hmm. pro league players like have to create these strats it just blows my oh, yeah. mind blows my mind oh yeah i've learned new peaks and stuff from watching king george i've mm-hmm. learned uh like certain angles and certain like vantage points that before just playing casually you know, as a streamer, you want to be as good as you can be, but also, you know, have fun to chat, but you want to give them a show and, you know, try to impress them because that's, you know, people are there to be impressed and see what you can do. Um, but just watching like YouTube videos, King George, like learning different peaks, different, um, different routes to take in certain situations is also a good thing to do is mm-hmm. to learn. Like if you're like if you're playing secure, obviously board up everything, wall up everything. But if you're playing bomb, you want you're gonna want to have rotations if if the spot calls for it. You don't want to board up or wall up everything and then not have a way out or a way in. And those are the type of things that you don't think about when you're just playing. You know, just you know, just you know, BSing with your buddies. But once you start watching videos, you're like, oh, that's really smart. Like, oh, I didn't know I could, you know, hit that wall there and have a rotate around this doorway and I'm gone. Like, if I need to get out, if I need to, you know, exit. Right. So I think that's so, a pretty cool aspect of the game. So go. this is just map knowledge again. Just knowing yeah. peaks, knowing just where to go. Because, like you said, having, if you're playing bomb, you want a rotation hole out of somewhere. Yeah. So you don't get stuck somewhere. So I introduced Fox to Siege. Mm-hmm. I, I started playing Siege when it first came out. Like, as soon as it came out, I played it. And then Same. I got bored of it after the second set of operators dropped, which was, I think, Frost and Buck. Buck. Yeah, I think after those two dropped, it was either Valkyrie and Blackbeard. Uh, Blackbeard. One of those two sets. I played with both of them, and then I quit. Yeah. <laughs> and then I re-picked it back up and I got Fox back into it. And mm. Fox got into it and he started watching YouTube videos like he said. And uh we'd get into a game and I'd just be running around trying to put up a like a hard wall and he'd mm. yell at me not to do that and then he'd blow it up <laughs> and I'd be like, Why why do that? Why are you doing that? And then he'd have explained to me like we need to rotate in and out of here smoothly without with not going through the main entrances and yeah. I just and I started playing so long ago and I was like wow I never even thought of that I always oh, just yeah. boarded up everything so yep. it's funny that you mentioned that because Fox did introduce me to like showing me rotation holes showing mm-hmm. me how much map no no yep. big deal yeah no, big deal. came into play <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just I think the the strats and everything that goes along with it. Like I, I love watching like Coconut Bra, King George. I watch King George myself. Uh, Coconut Bra on YouTube. Um, there's actually a peak on Oregon that I learned from Coconut Bra on from YouTube that was on the Oregon before the rework. That's still there. It's in oh, the nice. it's in the bedroom that goes out towards like the main entrance spawn, mm-hmm. and they run across the gate. Like you can still peek through one of the bedroom walls by punching a hole. It's it's a little it's a lot tighter. This one's a lot tighter, so yeah. it's like more of like a pixel angle. Whereas the last one, it's kind of like you had a pretty big window 
comparatively. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, it's in. I I I think you mentioned Oregon earlier in the rework, and all the like, I think the corners that are, all the defenders can peek in is um, it's gonna be an issue. It's gonna be. It's an issue, overwhelming. It is very overwhelming. Because you go into it, if you're on offense first, and you're just like, you're like, and it goes back to map knowledge. You're like, all right, not everyone's going to know the map right away. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people that haven't played it yet, even even still. Mm-hmm. And like me, I haven't played it. I've only watched. Like, I'm dreading the moment that I go into that game again and go <laughs> to Oregon. Because I'm like, I want my baby back. <laughs> give, me, give me the old one. Have you played at the map yet, Fox? The rework? Briefly, I mean, we've been playing a lot of Apex, so I haven't played a lot of Siege, but I have played it maybe like a handful of times. I I, I think it 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 will eventually. I don't think they ruined the map. Like Canal is what I've heard because I I didn't re I only recently started playing it as I'm I think Chuck mentioned, but mm. I like wasn't here before Canal, so I've only ever played the rework basically. Whereas like uh, I know okay. I played Oregon. I loved the map before. I think it was a well established map. I think it was a well rounded map for attackers and defenders. And the reason yeah, that right. I that I heard that Ubisoft decided to do a rework was because everything was kind of found out about Oregon. There was nothing to still find out. There's no peaks really to find out. Everything mm-hmm. was kind of found out. So that's why they decided to change it. Not because it was a bad map. Or needed yeah. these all these exploits could happen for an attacker versus a, a defender. I do think that this map is now going to be defever, defender heavy, mm-hmm. and it's going to be exploited exponentially until there are some kind of changes with attacking. Because it is going to be, I think it's going to be very difficult to attack even in the basement. You can't do those little exploits like if they have a mute jammer on that well, the hatch in the main lobby there and mm. you decide to blow up the wall with thermite next to it the hatch it still blows the hatch or with habana mm. you can blow a hole in the little corner because the mute jammer isn't there the hatch is on the other side of the the wall or other side of the floor now you can't do mm. that wall exploit you can't i don't think you can do that habana exploit i have i don't know i haven't tried maybe you can but you know other than that, that was the, really the hardest, the the only advantage that at least attacking in the basement on Oregon on the original map that I ever saw when it came to actually like well-organized defenders and well-organized attackers. You know what I mean? Like if you get in a map mm-hmm. with defenders that are chumps, like, okay, it's easy to attack, sure. But like with well-organized defenders, those are difficult positions. But they are yeah, yeah. doable with attacking if you have certain strats. Maybe those strats just have to be found out, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that comes with every rework. You're going to have to learn learn the map again and then learn where you can where you have a pixel peak because that's what people are going to do. And mm-hmm. I foresee, I mean, because they're doing this game until... and then they're done. Mm-hmm. Um, I foresee a rework of Bank... Yeah, calling it now mm-hmm. because, like you said before, with Oregon, everything's been found out, and that I mean that goes because Oregon's an OG map. That map's been in there since the game came out. Okay, Bank is the same. Um, I th- I mean you know all like if you're going back alley, you know that you have the door to your left. You can just pre-fire and you can shoot through that angle into the little like lunchroom area mm-hmm. where. Uh, cubicles are mm-hmm. and then up top if you get glass on the far far windows back when glass when his scope wasn't the timed like it is now oh, where you yeah. have to like sit still for so long before it was just solid yellow like you could see everything oh really yeah it was salt like as soon as wow. you brought it up you saw their their yellow you're like oh that's a player and before with glass like when it first came out um solid yellow and even if you would eliminate uh, an an opponent they would still glow yellow hmm. so it was always very confusing because you'd have a dude laying down that you didn't know it was already taken out and you just shoot the body and you're like hmm. oh that guy's already gone <laughs> but then they reworked it to where yellow when he's alive and then when you eliminate him they would just go dark hmm. now they have the you know the five second little ticks on the sides of your scope 
you can kind of see at the very beginning it gets a little bit brighter, a little bit brighter, a little bit brighter. But as soon as you move, it goes away and you got to redo the whole thing. Mm -hmm. That's how they kind of nerfed that character because I was, I, I was a glass main when me and my boys were playing it when it first came out. Huh. All I, I only played glass on offense. Didn't matter the map. If it was plain, if it was favela, I mean, it, any, any map. Both that's those maps that you just mentioned, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> those are Dude, the two worst maps. Because people would forget that if Secure was center of the plane where the main cabin's at, Glass is the only one that can shoot through those windows, those window panes. Oh, really? And I would, I would, I would get thirteen kill games every game because if it was center in the center, they would just stand up and walk or crouch. I'm like, no, bro, you gotta lay down here, or I'm taking your head off. <laughs> oh, yeah. interesting. And then when, Math as knowledge. soon as, yeah, yeah, as soon as is Clash came, that killed Glass for me. I'm like, I can't do anything. Like, I can't. Like, I can shoot through Air Force Ones double or quadruple pane glass but i can't shoot through her little plexiglass thing and like <laughs> injure her um, but she's gonna shock the shit out of me from 50 yards away like what what, what are you gonna do like all right i, I don't know why Gla or uh, clash was ever an addition to the game worst character ever but oh it, easily when they when they um did the temporary ban of her where she was like deactivated or disabled mm -hmm. phenomenal the game was phenomenal they put her back in, yeah. and it's like, who the fuck are you playing as <laughs> as Clash? Like, what the hell? Did you not get hugged enough as a kid? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Character. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, so, I think we're coming to the end here. It's been okay. an hour. It's been an hour. It's crazy. Time, Time flies. Flying. Ghost... <laughs> Where can we find yes. you? What's your plugs? Are you're on Twitch? Are you're not on Mixer, right? No. Okay. What What are your plugs, man? Where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, all at azghost with two T's, um, and also twitch.tv slash azghost with two T's. Yeah, you. Yeah, Um, but yeah, if you guys are listening, come check it out. Come hang out. Come join the AZ family. Um, we have a good time, man. I will Fucking vouch. Th thanks for letting me the be the first guest on your guys' podcast. It's so dope. Uh, honored to have you, man. No problem, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Honored to have you. We appreciate having you. It's great thanks, to have God. another voice in here. <laughs> yeah, I think people are getting sick of just Chuck and I. <laughs> I hate you, dude. Here. I, I know you, I'm bro. getting sick of them. I can't even see your face right mm -hmm. now. I'm cringing. <laughs> I want to punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah, that's where our friendship's at. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's how it always gets, guys. Kind of. <laughs> trust me. F f trust from an older statesman. Yeah, you the know, boomer. Yeah, boomer. Young age of 32. Um, <laughs> Um. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> I mean, this is a lot of fun, man. Yeah, I, I, I've, I I've actually been really fortunate. Like I did the other podcast last weekend. I'm doing this one. This you know today now. Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of wild. Like I didn't yeah. think anybody would want me to do it, but I was just like, hey, if you need somebody, I'm here. I like to talk. <laughs> was so was last. Yeah. So you did your other one last Saturday. You said was that your first podcast yeah. you've done? That's the first podcast. My wife, well, okay, my wife has a podcast. Oh, okay. Parenting Can we get a shout out? Of, uh, yeah, let me get her. Her name's kind of long, her podcast. Oh, okay. And I can't remember it, and I'm a bad husband. So. <laughs> <laughs> her podcast is, if I can freaking bring it up. Talk so much yourself, I'm searching. <laughs> Where can we find the podcast? Spotify? Uh, Spotify, um, iTunes. She's on iTunes. Um, you can also find this. Those of you that are, I put this on my YouTube. But those of you that find this on YouTube, you can find this on uh, free on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, Stitcher. If you're on Android, anywhere you can get a podcast, you can find us at Dark Purple P R P L Podcast on any of those platforms. Okay, my wife's is 
the Paradigm Shift Parenting Podcast. It's on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Interesting. Um, she also has a YouTube channel where she does video podcasts. She has the video of the podcast that she puts on YouTube, and then on the other sites, it's iTunes and all that mm-hmm. is the audio. But it's all about parenting, you know, betterment of yourself, like what's going on in the world, and she does that. I've been on her podcast like twice, but other than that, that's kind of easy because, you know, I talk to my wife every day. Sure. It um, should be. No, I don't like her that much. But last week was like the first podcast that I did. You know, I introduced myself and gave out my, you know, my shout outs, all my stuff. Mm-hmm. So this is my second one, and this is, it's been fun, man. Yeah, I, uh, Thank you. I, yeah, it's, it's been an honor to have you. I'm glad that you could, uh, could join us, and I'm um, yeah, honored to have you. So, you... Chuck, where can we find you, man? I know they, they're, so... they're, they're getting tired of it, but where can we find yeah. you? So, we're going to be recording our next podcast after this tournament this weekend Yo, of Apex. You... Really, really excited for that. Maybe Fox might stream it. I don't know. Hopefully, we come back with bad. some uh, with some good news. <laughs> well, we're gonna be talking about that, and you can find me on all socials at Huncho Chuck. Huncho Chuck. So Huncho. Again. So thank you for joining <laughs> joining us tonight, Chuck. As well as always, uh, this is Purple x fox prplx fox uh your other co-host on dark purple podcast and that is it tonight and we are signing out deuces